Good evening, everyone, to the fifth episode of Vox Popcast. This is your host again, JR. And I'm Marius. So, Marius, um, tonight we're going to discuss probably something that a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to, which is the 90s. And as the senior members, uh, quote-unquote, of this publication, I think we are the subject experts of this matter. So, um, maybe you can tell them what is the title of our podcast today. So, our podcast for today is Vox Throwback the 90s. So, oh. kailang ka ba pinanganak, Mario? So, what year ka ba pinanganak? So, I was born uh, March 29, 1988. Yes, ako naman is 1989, so definitely. Um, we're in that period. We definitely grew up as 90s kids. And today, I think we're going to talk about like several things, right? So, I think we're going to talk about food. Um, like TV shows, mm-hmm. like what is cool back then, what is music, like technology, like culture. And uh, we're gonna talk about some notable events in the 90s. And of course, uh, who can forget the childhood games of the 90s? Right. So, I mean, I guess for a lot of your listeners, hopefully a lot of your 90s kids, I'm hardly dito. And for those naman na probably um, our Gen Zs are like late millennials that they haven't um, experience most of these perhaps you know that this will be an opportunity for you to also have a, a glance of how was it like to live in the 90s diba Marius? Uh-oh. Uh, the 90s was the division between the the offline generation and the online generation JR mm-hmm. uh, can you tell us about when was the first time like you went online nung bata pa? Uh-huh. Well, I grew up not exactly like rich, so um, but I do remember like um, I was able to, or we were able to get a computer sometime in the late nineties, um, late nineteen nineties. So uh, yung yung first exposure ko talaga, I think um, that was Windows nineteen ninety five, and then dial up by internet non. So I, ito yung tumutunog, guys. So for those na minions na naabutan na is yung wired internet. Before, before ka makakalig sa internet, right, Marius? Kailangan meron kang um, telephone? Mm-hmm. Can you explain how that works? So, nung 90s, uh, you had to have a landline na super tagal bago install. And then, you had to subscribe to an internet service provider or ISP. And then, it was straightforward. Kasi ngayon, uh, kunwari, you have a prepaid uh, SIM, you can just buy... Uh, a data plan and yun na, makakapag-internet ka na. Nung time namin ni JR, you had to have the landline, you had to have a post-paid uh, ISP, and then you had to dial into the system before you connected to the internet. Yes. And it's not straightforward kasi there were so many users and so few machines serving the users na it was common to get a busy signal. You know, it was like you were calling another person but instead of getting another person on the other end of the line, you're gonna get connected to the internet. So, you're gonna dial from a modem from your computer. So, marinig mo yun, nagbibip siya, nagliring. Mm-hmm. And then, you get a busy signal. Paulit-ulit. It's, it was terrible actually. And super mahal ang internet noon. Mm-hmm. I remember, napagalitan ako ni Airpat noon kasi nag-internet ako. Of course, I, I wasn't really counting the hours and then nasa thousands na pala bill namin. Kasi it was 60 pesos per hour. Tapos, super bagal ang internet nun. But, it's all we had. It's all mm-hmm. we had. So, we didn't really have a choice. 
exactly. And you know, Maris, like you mentioned the speed, I think ang maximum nga is 128kbps. Na-imagine nyo ba yun, guys? Ngayon nga, wala pa kang 1mbps pa lang, parang naghihimotok na tayo, like we can do anything. But back then, remember, um, what we usually do is puro browser lang naman, Netscape pa ang browser noon. Tapos, we have like, wala, ngayon kasi mayroon na tayong messaging apps, may FB Messenger kayo, kahit sa cellphone nyo, mayroon kayong WhatsApp, mga ganun. Dati, how we chat actually is by using um, chat clients, so mayroon kaming Yahoo Messenger, ganyan. Mm-hmm. So, that's how people actually connected online. Aside from the emails, of course, kasi yun lang naman talaga kaya ng speed noon. Yeah, internet speed, wala kang aasahan. Like, nung time namin, nagsimula na yung, you know, yung, you download uh, like illegal MP3s. Yeah. Oh, kasi... Napster ba yan? Yeah, Napster, Audio Galaxy, and then, dumami na nung, nung gawing college na ako, dumami na yung mga clients that allowed you to download music. Pero, back then, if you wanted to download like a Linkin Park song that was 3 megabytes, It, it will take you like two to three hours. And that's on a good day, ah. That's on a good day. Common noon na you live on your computer the whole day if you want to download an entire album. So. And to add to that, syempre for the boys and maybe some of the girls out there, if you're um, going to like download naughty pictures, guys, kahit mga ano lang yan, mga 40, ano lang, 40, hindi MB, eh. 40 Kilobyte. KB lang. Mm-hmm. Antagal. Like it take you, it will take you minutes to download the whole picture. So, kailangan mo talaga siya isave sa computer mo if you want to, you know, to look at it that. again. Yes. Yeah. Ganon kami kaya edit. Kaya ano? A lot of the things we do sa printed media na lang we don't use the internet. But yeah, like overall, Marius, I think tama ka. Like going back to your original point na yung 90s yung parang I, I would say yung tabing between like the the generation that is going online, which is what we're doing now. And then I think though that we got the best of the offline generation as well so mm-hmm. looking at our topics right now pag wala tayong internet we actually have a lot of things that we do on the side when we were kids actually so we actually enjoyed um our times i would say like i enjoyed my childhood even if like i didn't go to the internet a lot yeah i mean maraming gawain na yung mga batang 90s that didn't really involve electronics You know, we were we were actually quite happy and satisfied with our lives. The internet actually added so many complications. Because una mahal siya, tapos you had to learn everything from scratch. And you know, if you were like us, you probably were in a household na yung mga bata ang inaasahan na nakakaintindi ng new technology. And your parents weren't the ones who knew what was happening. Parang siguro they knew how to open a document, print a document, but for the rest of it, you know, yung enrichment through the internet they were expecting the kids to know what to do so we had to relearn we had to learn everything from scratch yeah and we had to teach our parents at least that's what happened in my case yeah so marius like let's talk about naman we already discussed na um nandun na tayo that, um, that we basically started the internet age pero i think we got the most out of our um of the offline experiences, mm-hmm. diba? That's right. So, tell me about your typical day when you were a kid in the 90s. Um, what do you usually do uh, in your entire day? Oh, sige. Being a kid in the 90s meant pagising mo sa umaga, maghahanap ka na ng mga kaibigan at kalaro mo. And you're gonna find you're gonna find out muna kung uh, pwede silang lumbas for that day. Kasi minsan hindi. May mga dahilan yung magulang. Minsan makakasama mo maghapon yung mga kalaro mo. Minsan hindi kasi may gagawin sila. Yan. 
And then, lalabas kayo. Uh, lalabas kayo. You're gonna roam the neighborhood. You're gonna get dirty. Tapos, uwi ka, mapapagalitan ka kasi nasunog ka sa araw. Yan. Yan yung buhay. Ganun. And my parents were strict, but, you know, they couldn't really stop me every time. So, pag gusto kong maglaro sa labas, talagang lalabas ako at maglalaro. Ngayon, kapag wala nang kalaro, walang, walang ibang available, I would devise games on my own. Uh, kasi I needed to entertain myself. And it's not true na I was glued to the TV. See, it's not true for our generation. Actually, TV was just like one or two hours a day. Okay. So, uh, mukhang batang kali si Marius, guys, no? Yes. Alam mo mga nilalaro mo nun no, sa mga friends mo with your friends? To, to be truly honest, ang paborito kong laro nun was ano, paglalaro sa graba at saka sa potik. Ano, ano yun? Is that like a formal game? <laughs> hindi. Ano, kasi hindi kami... Kasi family namin, hindi mahilig mag-vacation, no? So, I, I always was thinking, how, how would it feel to play with sand? Eh, wala namang sand doon. Of course, nasa city kami. Tapos, laging may construction sa paligid. So, may mga malalaking piles ng graba. So, you would always find me sa, sa piles ng graba na yun. What was I doing? Uh, making sand castles, I guess. And my favorite activity was actually collecting stones and rocks. And seashells. Yung maliliit na, na, na shells na makukuha mo sa graba from... Of course, these were taken from rivers. So, may mga clam shells dun. Kinukollect ako lang sila. Hinuhugas ako. Inuuwi ko. And then, my mom would probably throw them out. Tapos, makakalimutan ko na sila. Kaya hindi siya naging geologist, guys. Naging writer po siya. Oo, <laughs> kasi kailangan pala magaling ka sa science para mag- geologist. Medyo mahina kami dun. That's right. But anyway, Maris. How about you, JR? Uh, tell us about your... Ano, well... Uh, hmm. Well, um, may, may face din naman ako. I guess we're, it's good that we're somewhat opposites. Um, I definitely spent more time indoors. Um, kaya lumabo din yung mata ko. But basically, um, yeah, na-experience ko din naman yan. Like, I had childhood friends. Tapos, uh, I think na-experience ko din lahat ng mga laho-laho ng bata. Uh, alam ko yung agawang bees. Alam ko yung tumang preso. Yung great shato. Mm-hmm. Ano ba ba? Tagutaguan. Yung mga ganyan. Especially pag, ano, pag brown out. Tapos pag gabi. Ako, ang saya kaya, ano. Napapagalitan pa ako nun kasi uuwi ako ng pawis na pawis, matutulog na, ganyan. So, yun. Pero most of the time, actually, I really like um, just the TV and then reading. So, um, if you're gonna tell me or ask me um, ano yung usually, usually day ko, pag-ising ko ng umaga, I'll definitely watch my cartoons. So, before kami, nung mahirap pa kami, wala pa kaming cable nun. Ano eh, I think a lot naman ng 90s kids, alam mo yung, ano, yung mga tagalized na na version, yung mga dub version ng Japanese anime, like yung Sebi, Princess Saka yan, mga favorite ko yan, pinapulog ko yan. Tapos nung nagka, ano na kami, nagka-cable, um, mahilig na ka sa Cartoon Network at Nickelodeon. So, mapapan ko yung Valencia sa Linton Temple, Global Guts, ayun, uh, Cow and Chicken, <laughs> ayun, misalin yung mga cartoons na gusto ko dati. So, nakakatawa lang, just remembering, kasi if going to compare, honestly, guys, sobrang ibang-iba yung quality ng cartoons doon. They can get away with a lot of, like, violence or even green jokes na ngayon, I think, hindi na pwede. Ganun. So, ayun, uh, I really like TV and reading. Siguro nung when, I, especially when I got older in the 90s, mas nag-focus na ako doon sa, sa indoors, <laughs> I would say, mm-hmm. compared sa outdoors. Ayun. Oo, yun naman ang thing with our generation na, kung nung bata ka, lagi kang nasa labas, eventually you get tired of it. Tapos talagang maging indoor kid ka na rin. Uh, so, ito po ang buhay 90s. Ano? It was a mixed bag. It wasn't all good, of course. But it wasn't all bad either. So, parang 
dati kasi I heard na parang, ah, kawawa naman tong previous generation. Wala silang internet, TV lang, radio lang. It's so backward. Actually, no. Uh, mas maraming problema ang dala uh, yung social media period natin kaysa nung time namin na mas may control ng kaunti, yung information. Mm-hmm. So, having easy access to information doesn't necessarily translate to having a like a better life in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So, if you're gonna compare, parang mas okay slightly noon kasi if people are writing, halimbawa as journalists, they're doing it with their name on the line. So, mas slightly more responsible sila. In the age of social media, where anyone can write, wala naman na masyadong responsibility. And that, you know, that's what we're trying to gain back uh, dito sa Vox Popit. Ngayon, JR, we talked about technology and then, you know, uh, TV culture in the Philippines. Ano naman yung naaalala mo about food back in the 90s? Ayun ako guys, like ngayon kasi obviously we have better like health and safety regulations. Pero noon, well, meron din naman. Pero noon kasi usong-uso yung mga street food talaga. I remember like kung galing ako sa school, pagpa-uwi, lagi akong dadaan sa ano, sa mga, alam mo yung tuho-tuho na stall. So, may fishball, ganyan. Meron pa rin yata ngayon yung fishball cake, yung mga chicken skin. Mm-hmm. Tapos, ito yung may ikulay yung mga sausawan, ganyan. <laughs> yeah. Tapos yung gulaman din na may ikulay, ganyan. Uh-oh. Pero yung mga palambig na ganyan, masaya kasi siya. Kasi mura, tapos nakakabusog naman. Uh-huh. Ayun, tapos actually I also grew up Uh, with the generation na I would say naging staple food na dun dun naging start sa 90s naging staple food yung mga ano instant noodles mga ganyan oh, oh. diba Marius like, kaya yung kidneys namin kalahati na lang function oo ikaw Marius meron ka mga naaalala na ano, sobrang dami kong alaala sa pagkain and food was, was food wasn't just food you know mm-hmm. kasi the way my memory works is I remember food depending kung ano yung sitwasyon so I remember my mom cooking cooking fried chicken on a Sunday. Yun, big deal sa akin yun kasi my mom was a teacher so she was like gone five days or six days a week. I, I grew up not really seeing my mom. So sa gabi lang kami nakikita. Well, you know, she's, she's an okay mom. Pero special sa akin kapag ka nasa bahay siya at nakakapagluto siya. Ganun. So big deal nun yung getting together pag Sunday kasi nandyan si mother nakakapagluto. Now, for the rest of the days, para akong sundalo nun eh. Kasi I was expected yeah, to take care of myself. So, very independent ako. So, maaga rin ako natutong magluto. And like JR, I was also eating a lot of toro-toro and pansit canton and uh, other canned food. So, yun ang uso nung 90s. Talagang uh, dinner time, bukas ka ng ligo o kaya salmon and you know, yun na dinner mo. Right? May add ako dyan do. I think, uh, Marius, um, sa atin din nauso yung uh, tag-50 cents or tag-50 piso na chacheria. Ngayon, I think 5 pesos siya. Pero noon, kung meron kang piso or dos, na mm-hmm. yung dos na parang hexagon, makakabili na ako ng chacheria ng sweet corn, ano pa ba yung mga ano, peritos, rinay, yung mga chacheria namin. Yung mga brandless na chicharon. Oo, yung, yung mga yun. ano, yung puro MSG lang, tas sodium, ganyan. Uh-huh. Tapos, ayun. Basta yun yung mga kinakain namin noon, guys. Tapos, masaya siya. Uh, kasi, uh, I, I think right now, again, with food regulations in place, obviously, dinidiscourage na siya. Pero, noon kasi, masaya na kami. Like, those are simple times. So, saya na kami na we're gonna eat those cheria with friends. Mm-hmm. Ngayon kasi, or associated na siya sa urban poor. Eh. Pero ngayon, noon kasi... Noon hindi. Eh. 
eating chicheria noon was actually parang a communal activity mm-hmm. na that was an opportunity to, uh, throughout the day na baka may makasalubong ka na kapitbahay, kaibigan o kalaro tapos bibili rin siya tapos makakapag-usap kayo sa harap ng tindahan makakapag-relax ng konti I, I'm not sure kung ganun pa rin yung kultura ngayon pero back in the day it, it was part of the daily routine eh. it was part of being the community of being part of the community and yun tapos I think you brought up another point Paris na ano I think noon wala pang masyadong ano big stores like wala namang mga chain stores except yung mga SM supermarkets noon very vibrant ang sari-sari store community kasi sinasabi mo na makikita ka sa tindahan ni Aling Nena mm-hmm. totoong totoo yun mm-hmm. noon guys kasi that's how um, we buy our merchandise back then yung pag-grocery noon if I remember correctly it only happens once or twice a month pag sumahod yung parents and my mom kasi nga teacher siya so lag binabayaran sa check eh. binabayad na lang niya yung buong paycheck niya dun sa bi-monthly na groceries namin so talagang bibili siya dun sa exact amount ng check and we would go home na looking back ganun pala si mother nauubos lang yung kanyang uh, sahod sa groceries so my mom had to work several jobs you know, gan- ganun yung mga parents nung 90s kasi the economy was so depressed na common na at least two jobs yung mga magulang. They did something on the side mm-hmm. lagi. And my mom, she taught at three universities. Doesn't mean na yumaman siya. <laughs> no. She taught at three universities kasi there were three of us and malakas kami kumain and she had hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. So, yun yung memory ko sa pagkain. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jerry, what else can we talk about the 90s? Well, um... I know bata pa tayo noon, ha, pero I, com- I remember when we talk about music, laging ano lang yan, dalawang banda yung isip ko. The, um, the 90s were the tail end, I think, of the alternative rock phenomenon, both in the Philippines, tapos um, I think worldwide. So naisip ko noon, it's always the rivalry between um, River Maya, na, re- na led noon pa by Bamboo. And then obviously the always immortal eraser heads. Silang dalawa, ko na isip noon. Very sikat sila ng 90s and um mas na appreciate ko na lang sila obviously no makinaho pero I remember singing their songs even when I was a kid. Tapos um eto rin yung Grunge Revolution. So 90s, usong-uso ang Nirvana sa Pilipinas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. ayun yung mga napapakinggan ko noon nung bata. Oh, from my side naman, kasi nasa probinsya kami, ang labanan naman was uh, boy bands versus everything else. Yeah. Yan. And ang experience ko dyan was, nakakaaway ko yung mga kaklasikong babae because they were doing boy bands. And syempre dahil, you know, part of growing up, uh, teasing and busita ng babae at lalaki, I would always say na, Ah, ano ba yung mga pinapakinggan nyo? Yeah. <laughs> They're boy bands. They suck. Ganun. Pinanggagalingan ng mga rivalry ng mga classmates. I grew up listening to, ano eh, heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Kasi, I was influenced by my brother. And my brother was, my brother is 8 years older than me. So, talagang mag-wild different yung aming musical taste. But I was influenced kasi I didn't want to be corny. Ganun. So, mm-hmm. nagsimula ako sa rock. Ang isang naalala ko pala nung 90s, 90s and early 2000s, was ang mahal bumili ng music talaga. Kaya matututo ka talaga mamirata on the internet. Yes, totoo lang. Well, well I think I've been a little bit on the boy band um, craze. It's more of, um, I would say, 
a very late 90s trend na. Mm-hmm. Um, then yung boy band phase talaga and pop like exploded early 2000. So natandaan ko pa rin yung like yung Westlife, yung A1, Backstreet Boys. Late 90s yan nag nag-spread and emerge. Pero going back to the piracy and I'm not proud of this. Tanda ako yan. Guys, wala pang ano nun, nung mga 90s, wala pang hindi pa uso masyado yung mga CD. So lahat yan cassette. Mm-hmm. And if you kalabutan niyo yung cassette, alam niyo yan na kahit sa radio, pwede kang mag-record sa cassette. Mm-hmm. Kung meron kang cassette and recorder na hindi yung player. Uh, ako, hindi ako kumakain for days to be able to buy cassette tapes. Uh, and then, nung natuto ako mag-record, kasi noon kasi hindi ka makakabili basta-basta ng blank cassette tapes sa probinsya. So you had to buy it from Manila. Manila lagi pinagagalingan yan. Ayun, tapos kung meron kang hahabulin na kanta sa radyo, sa FM, you had to wait for the song, tapos you had to press record and play at the same time mm. para makuha mo yung song mo. And yung ambient noise, makukuha pa rin niya. So, yes. kung may ingay sa paligid, pero woof, woof, kaya at may tandang, maririnig niyo yun sa... Lots of ways to do things no 90s. We mm. we had fun. It was a, actually a hard life kasi mahina yung ekonomiya. But just because of the economy. Right. So, lahat ng generation uh, JR, may mga notable events. May mga pangyayari na nag stick talaga sa alaala natin. Even though we were kids, we, we were only kids back then. We barely knew the world. Uh, ang maganda kasi, uh, you can remember stuff from your childhood, tapos ngayon lang sila mag-make sense. Ikaw, in your case, what notable events in the 90s uh, came in tapos you find them important now or notable now? Ako, I was very young din, ah, pero for some reason, ang tumatatak sa akin kasi is yung mga ano, yung mga climactic events actually. So, dalawa yung nag-stick out. Yung isa is yung Lahartos by Mount Pinatuba Explosion. So, that's in 1991. I think two years old pa lang ako nun. Pero, I still remember news even years after discussing na kung gano'n siya ka, ano, kalala and all. And, ano eh, I grew up, ano eh, na, alam ko rin concept ng lahar, ng pagsabog ng vulkan. And then, yung ano, mga bagyo. Kasi, Remember guys, ngayon, hanggang ngayon naman nakakanasan natin siya. Maybe not so much anymore here in Manila sa metro kasi mas maayos na yung infrastructure natin. Pero noon guys, any strong typhoon, talagang makawalan kayo ng oriente for a few days or like a week. Yeah. So, ayun eh. So again, siguro ngayon hindi nyo na imagine kasi siguro mawalan na kayo ng oriente even internet for a bit. Pero noon talagang for you to survive and not get bored, kailangan mo maging creative. So, yun yung mga events na tumatatak kasi yun yung mga nagde-directly affect talaga sa akin and kailangan ko mag-adjust noon. I, I think that was like 1995, 1996 when uh-huh. Rosing um, or Riming, I think nakalimutok yung bagyo. Talagang naalala ko, natanggalin kami ng bubong uh-huh. tapos uh, more than one week kami na wala ng oriente. Ganun siya kahirap. And remember, pumapasok ako sa school noon. Kaya it's hard. Yeah, ang generation namin ay generation ng mga batang brownout. Actually, I was called batang brownout by my dad. Kasi lumaki ako, yung first one to three years of my life daw, talagang literally wala naman talagang kuryente. So, lagi akong naglalaro sa dilim. <laughs> so, I played with shadows. Guys, we're being joined right now by the segment head of Vox Populi PH. Uh, our segment head just stepped into the office. 
give a warm welcome to Mr. Brian Trajano. <laughs> Hello guys, ayun nga narinig ko ngayon kanina yung usapan niyo diyan about 90s, no. So, so Brian, uh, can you tell us about what you remember the most about the 90s? So, ayun nga, uh, I was born in 94. <laughs> Medyo nandoon ako sa gitna ng ano, na millennial tsaka Gen Z. So, syempre, naranasan ko rin yung ano, yung mga show sa 90s tulad ng Sinisquela, ah uh, Hiraya Manawari, Bayani yan, pinasas sa mga favorite ko noong 90s. Tapos, nandun pa rin yung mga dub cartoons, especially yung, ano, I remember, um, di, ko, di pa naman ako pinapanganak noon, so nakwento rin sa akin yung Georgie, ang ano, mm. ang isa sa mga makalat na, ano, oh. <laughs> makalat na anime pag umaga. I remember that show, there was literally a sex scene in that anime. I was like, ha? Kaya nga doon marami daw nasa sermon ng mga ano, bata dahil sa Georgie. Kabisado ko pa yung ano yan, yung tada niyong teams, ang hula, yan. <laughs> I was like, yung ano, yung babae, si Georgie, like, may mga nakapatong pa siya sa lalaki, nakajumbad, mga lapsin. What? Okay. <laughs> Tapos ano ba, dito rin pumasok yung ano, Fushigi Yugi. Mga pa early 2000 sa pala yun, I remember. Tapos, isa rin dito yung ano, If you remember guys yung ano kung fan kayo ni Jolina Marvin is mga ano mabentang love team nung 90s pati si ano si Angelo De Leon tsaka si Bobby Andrews. Nandito kasi pumasok yung panahon ng youth oriented shows ng TGIS versus Gimmick. Oh my god. Tapos naging eventually tabing ilo. Yes. Tapos ito pa nga yung ano I remember no si Jolina kasi yung ano ang ano icon ng pop culture nung 90s. Dahil doon, nagkaroon ng Jolina Dal. Oh. <laughs> I was like, huh? In fairness, fan naman ako ni Jolina. No. Tapos ito ba yung naging ano din siya, naging endorser ng AMA. Kaya nga, if ever, I remember sa show ng Flippish, yung ano, yung School Wars, kapag ano, kapag ama, Jolina! <laughs> Jolina is one of those celebrities na hindi, hindi siya pangit, hindi siya sobrang ganda. Uh, but she just has the right mix of charisma. Kaya ang dami-daming dami-daming uh, right, nag-admire sa kanya. The 90s was Jolina's era. Mm-hmm. Like, Sobra. I love Jolina, pero uh, yeah, I love her actually the most. So if I'm gonna make you guys choose it, di ba tatlo lang naman yan, Holy Trinity is Jolina, Claudine, and Jodai, di ba? Tapos nandiyan din yung papasok yung mga kontrabida, katulad ni Gladys Reyes. Isa pa yan, ang ate mong ano, laging galit. <laughs> yeah, the iconic shows of the 90s, um, it's Mara Clara, tapos um, yun, Esperanza mula sa puso. Mm-hmm. Tapos saan ka man naroon pa 2000 sa pala yun? Eh? Is that Christine Hermosa? No, pang ako sa is Christine Hermosa. Oh, okay. So, naalala ko rin yung mga teleserye sa GMA na ano talaga din. Mga siguro, hindi pa mga teleserye natin, it takes yes, six months a year, di ba? We forgot to know what Marimar. Yes, oh. Marimar. Ang Marimar na ginawang movie sa, sa RPN. Kwento sa akin ng prof ko dahil sa, ano, sa pagsasalin. Tsaka ngayon yung prof ko sa lipunan. Grabe daw yun sa, ano, sa RPN. Ilang lang daw silang tubber. Tapos ang lead daw ng budget ng Marimar noong mm. time na yun. Noong 94 ata yun, 93. Ano, sa RPN. Tapos, il- bali, ilan lang silang tubber? Mga 4-5. Tapos, yung ano doon, makikita mong evident na kunyari, si eto na yung, si Marimar yung dinadab niya tapos dinadab niya rin si Corazon talagang obvious na talagang ano parang konti lang yung manpower nila tapos I remember nagkwento nga sa akin din yung prof ko one times nasa kumbento yung prof ko sa Cebuata to I remember tano daw 
parang gusto nilang i-move yung mas ata to or basta pagdadasal kasi 6 pm daw marimar na. <laughs> so, <laughs> oo, oo, totoo yan. Uh, back in the day yung mga pininsan ko because they were they were into like labor ano so mga karpintero ganyan. Uh, when we had to have repairs done on the house, pupunta sila sa Nueva from Pampanga tapos they would have to stop at one point today kasi nga marimar na nga doon tapos sabay-sabay silang manonood ng, mm-hmm. sa black and white TV nila mm-hmm. Totoo. It, it was such a big deal sa mga Pilipino kasi uh, marimar was the quintessential na kinawawak mm-hmm. uh, may airplane po so may commercial break charot <laughs> eto pa ano I remember sa RPN ng marimar is ano tatlo ang schedule niyan may umaga may tanghali at gabi Oh, may rewind sila. I remember yung previous episode, iro-run nila ulit yata ng late evening o basta weekend. Basta you had the opportunity to watch another episode. Mm, of Marimar. Of Marimar. Everyone was getting their fix from the TV. Pero, pero nakakatawa yung talaga yung ginawa nilang movie. Sa lahat ng, e- I mean, lahat ng episode sa Marimar, parang mm. kinompress nila in one movie. Uh-huh. I was like, Wow, Marimar sa pop culture of 90s. Basically guys, Thalia was big. Kasi lahat ng shows ni Thalia. Obviously, Marimar and I think Rosalinda will be the most relevant. Kasi sila yung ginawa ng remake. So for those of you guys na hindi na nakabutan yun, probably inyo alam niya. Pero may madami pa siyang shows. Ito pa. Maria Mercedes. Maria Mercedes tsaka Maria La Del Barrio. So wow. balik kabisado ko sino yung mga gumanap dyan. Si ano, Marimar, si Marian. Tapos si Maria Mercedes, si ate mong Jessie Menjola. Tapos si Maria La Del Barrio, si Erich. Tapos si Rosalinda, si Maring Carla Abelian. Nakabitsado yung film. Pero for me, like, uh, I don't know guys, um, I think yung 90s talaga yung naging de- in terms of ano lang ah, mm-hmm. um, of I guess globalizing mm-hmm. yung ganyan mga telenovelas. Doon na siya nag-start. Kasi remember in the 70s and 80s, um, Filipinos create a lot of like original dramas like mm-hmm. we have. Ano ba yun? Ano, Maraklara yun ngayon. Hindi lang Maraklara. May oh. Valiente pa. May Flor oh. de Luna pa. May Annalisa pa. Yes. I grew up uh, watching Valiente. Although, hindi ko naman naiintindihan ko ano nangyayari kasi mm-hmm. nabata pa ako. So, ayun. Tapos, diba? I remember, the 90s, that's when it started nagkakon ng telenovela boom. Tapos, noong 2000s, nagkakon naman ng Asian novela boom. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's when it started and I don't know. Siguro part nga siya ng globalization. Hmm, sabi na natin, ano, malakas sigurang soft power ng Latin America. Kaya ganun yung hatak niya. Kaya nga, da, for 90s hanggang half ng 2000s is, ano eh, ang daming telenovela katulad nung, ano, yung sumikat yung Ruby, hmm. tapos hmm. yung Gata Salvaje. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I grew up watching that show. But bigger question was, why did we not ever import Indian telenovelas? <laughs> Kasi hindi natin kakayanin yung mga mm, yung transition siguro, effects. <laughs> hindi naman siguro. Eh, siguro medyo mahina pa kasi ang soft power ng, ano, eh, ng India in terms of telenovela. Unlike sa Korea, Japan, kaya nga evident sa Japan, ang lakas-lakas ng soft power nila. Instead na gera, culture na yung binibenta na, kaya evident din sa kanilang mga anime, mga J-pop, especially AKB48, Agrinocolize, Manila 48, puro tayo dyan, charot! Sorry, charot! Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Ayan, I think part din ng colonialism kasi remember, if Mars is asking why not India kasi well we prefer the whites I would say so mm. that's why parang Latin American like white looking actors mm-hmm. we we see them as beautiful kaya sila yung tinitingnan natin and eventually nga nagkaroon ng Korean boom sila naman yung nagiging standard of beauty natin kaya sila naman yung ini-import mm-hmm. Ganun, that's what I think pero ano may case din kasi tayo na medyo nag-import na rin naman tayo ng mga telserye pero In some countries, katulad ng Cambodia, saka yung African countries, ang sample lang dyan is pangako sa'yo, then some GMA shows. Kaya nga may remake ang kamangako sa'yo sa Cambodia. <laughs> Nag-export na tayo. Nag-export na. Well, that's a good sign. Actually, I like yung ganyang news kasi it gives continues to give work to, it, to people who work in the entertainment industry. But at the same time, you know, we're not exporting enough, siguro, if we're going that route. Mm, so, siguro ano sa Philippines kasi medyo mahina pa talaga yung ano eh, mm-hmm. yung soft power. Kung papalakasin natin yung soft power. So guys, so kung uh, medyo international relations ano na to topic. So pag sinaming soft power kasi instead of you uh, going to war with other countries or any economic uh, aggressions and stuff. So you're using your culture and stuff. Na parang at instead of you um diba? Diba, usually yung iba katulad ng US mahilig sa moral gera benta ng ano dito kasi culture yung nilalako mo eh to para magkaroon ka, magkaroon ka ng influence sa country na gusto mong ano lag bigyan ng bilateral relations so for me it's really ano din eh having a para to multicultural uh, closeness para mas makilala yung um, ating culture dito sa Philippines hindi lang yung parang yun lang yung parang nakita kong sense Oh, it's it's uh, another form of pacification, kasi, you know. And no 90s, we, we were already seeing all these signs no 90s, eh, you know. We were importing top 40 songs. Mm. We were importing American movies. Sino ba yung mga idol natin na mga mga leading man? Sila, yung you know la, yung model natin for the ideal man and woman no 90s were all taken from Hollywood, actually. Mm. So it's no small wonder na. Marami sa mga sinaunang mga idols natin sa uh, Philippine TV, mapuputi, they don't particularly look like yung typical Filipinos mm. na morena-morena. They had to be maputi, they had to be matangos ang ilong, mm. etc. Kaya nga, ano, kapag napapansin mo sa 90s, ang mga morena or moreno, or kahit sabi mong good looking to, basta moreno, hindi, hindi pasok sa standards. Naging sila naging comedian. Sample lang lang po natin dyan, si Jinky Oda. <laughs> diba? Yung parang, tas ano, parang kung gusto mo magsumikat, kailangan mo magpaputi, o kaya magpaayos ng mukha para maging good looking. Pero for, for me, uh, pag sinabi mong maputi, hindi naman ibig sabihin nun maganda. So, all skin, I mean, all skin color and shapes are considered beautiful naman. It's really, ano lang talaga, nakakapikon lang yung mga ganong standards. Yeah, no 90s actually, no, 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 prior to the 90s, uh, yung standards of beauty ng pagiging makinis at maputi bilang bilang tanging index ng pagiging maganda o katanggap-tanggap. Yeah, doon nagsimula yun eh. The decades leading up to the 90s. So, pagdating sa time namin actually, meron pa pressure to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, I remember noon na I was being warned uh, not to stay out in the sun too much. I baka see. mangitim. I remember that one as well. Uh-oh. Ayun. Yeah. At saka ano din, si 
speaking of that, so naalala ko yung sikat na sikat na dyan, yung Chin Chan Tzu, tsaka yung Mena. Ito mm-hmm. ha, di ba? Sobrang sikat nun sa mga drugstores. Kung gusto mong pumuti, talagang bibili ka ng Mena, bibili ka ng Chin Chan Tzu. Pero ano, yun ha, medyo, alam ko na balita rin na medyo delikado rin gamitin ng Mena, tsaka Chin Chan Tzu. Tapos dito rin sumikat yung papa- rice of papaya soaps. Likas, papaya. Oh, well, I think the obsession naman with, with you know, whiteness and beauty has always been there. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it will go away anytime yes, going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, although uh, obviously a lot of trends happened in the 90s, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we, uh, I do them like going away. Like, mm-hmm. kunyari yung form, like, formality and stuff na nawawala na sa current period. Like, going back though to, ano, to entertainment, one trend that I'm very glad na nawala na is, um, Um, during the 90s, actually super sikat yung mga uh, medyo hadiri na action films. Mm-hmm. At yung mga, ano, yung late na bomba films. They actually, it happened in the 90s as well. So, ayun. And then eventually, it died out. Oh, <laughs> they died out. That's one phenomenon pala na that's worth like talking about for a bit. Uh, why did uh, the Pinoy bomba films die out? Ang taas ng demand for, for that kind of material. And my theory was, Because during the tail end of the 90s, meron ng internet, we began accessing yes. uh, pornography from outside the country. Mm-hmm. And it was for basically free. You yes. Pirata siya. Mm, d- kasi diba, you know, around the 2003-2004 onwards, kasi dyan na nag-boom na yung era ng mga scandals. So, yung easy access lang to watch. Tapos, na-download mo lang. So, ang player non Windows Media. Na-download mo lang yung video. Tapos, papanoy mo siya sa Windows Media Player. Kasi, hindi pa naman ganun ka-uso yung ano. Yung mga, ano, yung mga Pornhub. Pero, meron na mga ano sites na... Pero, may bayad. Yung mga free snippets nila ng mga porn. Mm. Tulad ng mga Bangbas. <laughs> yeah, Bangbas. Bangbas, Bangbros. <laughs> ano, Big Sausage Pizza. Ganyan. <laughs> Although, that mostly happened in the early 2000s. Not really in the 90s. So, like, back in the 90s talaga, um, the way we access porn is talagang bien. Mm-hmm. Access porn is usually on na talaga, on recorded devices. Like, sa ano, yun nga, we have v, like VHS, Betamax, um, and then siguro during the late 90s yung ano na existence na ng CDs, pero mostly VHS talaga, mm-hmm. na kinakopy and dinidistribute. So, that's how we did entertainment back then. <laughs> Mano-mano, entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Yung tipong ano, no? VHS, Betamax. Grabe. Dami nun. <laughs> Alright. So, I think that wraps up our episode for Vox Podcast. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye for now. My name is uh, Marius. And this is JR. And this is Bry. And we're wishing everyone a great, great uh, new year. Let's make 2021 rock. Yes, guys. Thank you very much always for keeping us company. This is Vox Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.